today's Leading Women episode 391 with the wonderful Karen Spatola. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Karen Spatola. Karen Spatola is a successful entrepreneur and the CEO and founder of 3wishes.com, a premier online retailer specializing in exclusively designed boutique-style lingerie, sexy costumes, and more to empower women to feel sexy and help bring their fantasies to life. Karen built the business from the ground up starting in 1998 with the first orders hand-packed on her kitchen table. Today, the growing company has more than 10,000 exclusive high-end products in stock and ready to ship next day from their state-of-the-art distribution center in North Carolina. Karen started 3Wizards.com with the help from her husband and business partner, Frank. The pair previously ran two hubcap stores for 15 years before Karen embarked on a new entrepreneurial journey, providing women and men with high-quality lingerie that aims to make them look and feel their sexiest. For more information, visit www.3wishes.com. Women of the world, Miss Karen Spatola. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Karen, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with 3 You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind a niche? Um, yes, I, you know, I started back in, the idea came to me back in like 1997. Um, I was already running a business. We already had two businesses. I started my own business when I was 21, me and my husband did. So we had a very different business. We sold hubcaps and wheels and, um, used a new, and we pretty much were running that. I had my kids, I had two sons at the time and I was working a lot from the house so I got the idea that I would love to start something different, something on the internet, because the internet back in 97 was just really coming to its own. And I wanted something more feminine. You know, hubcaps is not very feminine at all. So I 
kind of got the inspiration over a glass of wine with my husband one night um, about doing lingerie and more sexy lingerie. And really it wasn't as much lingerie as it was playful wear in the bedroom. At the time, it was very hard if you wanted to role play in the bedroom and be a French maid or something, you know, something fun. It was very hard to find that product unless it was Halloween time. It was really difficult to find product in in 1997. So that was my niche. And that's how I started was, okay, let's have some fun. Let's get a little feminine. Let's do some role playing. And that's kind of how it was birthed. Wow, beautiful story. I love the story of how you, you know, how this idea came about and how you birthed it to what it is right now. I mean, huge. And I love that you focus on it because, you know, there's a theme here for our listeners out there that most of the time or more often that idea can, comes from us thinking about or, or that's, that's something that we found there's a lack out there. There's a need that we want to fill in that yeah. we couldn't find out there. So we created it ourselves. And that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur because we are creators. Entrepreneur, I believe, are all creators. We love to create from ideas that we have. It's great that you've shared that one with us for our listeners as well. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Oh, creativity, constant creativity. I never realized, you know, when you tap in, it's creative. I mean, coming up with different ideas and different themes, especially in the sexy realm, that at the beginning was so much fun. A little out of my wheelhouse, but a lot of fun. Now, as things have progressed over the years, we now actually design and manufacture our own line. And that is so that just keeps us going. It's very fun. Costumes now are, as any listener will know, you can find a million fringe maids out there and a million genie costumes. So being different, being sexy, having an edge, being creative, uh, that is, that's what keeps me going. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Yes, I can totally feel the one with your voice and uh, that you're passionate about it, that you love this ability to create things and then being able to express that creativity in various forms through the products that you are creating and putting out there that are fun, sexy, and of course, the, that not only us women love, but I'm sure a lot of men out there love as well. So great that you have the one with us. But I'd love for you to share with our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? I think number one is believe in yourself and your dreams. Um, it's, it's, you know, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. So that's one I have. I don't think I was ever afraid to fail. Like if it didn't work, Hey, I tried it. You know, what's the big deal? Okay, I spent a lot of time and I probably spent too much money, but at least I tried it and I and I I gave it my all. So don't be afraid to fail and don't be afraid to win either. I mean, be surprised at what you can do. I think that's a, one of the best traits. The second one is I'm a little stubborn and rebellious. So um, rebelliousness as a teenager was not so good, but it also... It also is a trait that I think has helped me because it makes me want to do things my way. Um, that that really helps when you're an entrepreneur. So if you have any of those qualities in you, that's that's what you 
it's it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. And persist, 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 persist. Even though you think you can't do it anymore, um, you can. And that's one thing that I wanted to throw my computer out the window when I first was developing the website. I never took a computer course in my life. And um, I developed the website, the very beginning, threewishes.com, I did on my kitchen table. And I really wanted to throw that computer out the, out the window. But I kept going, kept going, kept going, and it ended up being brilliant. We use that same platform up until this last year. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Yes, and that's not being afraid to fail and or succeed, being stubborn and rebellious. I mean, my mom used to tell me that I'm the most stubborn among the nine children that she have, but in a good way. I mean, it's both my strength and my weakness, but I believe that it's my strength and the other way around and persistence, great personal qualities here that Karen just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt these traits in our lives and in our business building activities. So not being afraid to fail. And of course, not being afraid of succeeding as well, because there's two right. on this, there's a spectrum of this. And of course, stubbornness or perseverance or not giving up, persistence, which is really, really big, like just like what Karen just said, very important traits that we can all cultivate here. So thanks for sharing those. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get to those challenges takes a very special person, and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business, and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, challenges. There's going to be many. There's so many challenges. Um, but uh, how do you overcome them again is persist, persist, persist. And what you think are huge challenges now, like I can look back at some of the challenges were huge to me now are kind of, we laugh about them. Um, one of the major ones we had was, you know, I started it in my home. I, it, and I did it on my kitchen table. It was very fun. It was very personal. I did everything, everything, everything. My husband got on board after that. He helped with a lot of stuff. Then I hired a couple people. It was still very fun. It was still in-house. It was still at the home. It was good. The biggest challenge I had at the beginning was growth. All of a sudden, I couldn't do it in the house anymore. It was too big. It started getting big. And growth was a huge challenge in adjusting the way I had to do things and letting go of things that I had my hands in everything, and I had to release that to other people. I think that's challenge number one, and that just comes with. Uh, it's so hard when you finally let go, though. Oh my gosh, why did I? Why did I want to do all this the whole time? That was. That's one of the big challenges. Um, challenges are with us or with me that's ongoing is the ever-changing technology and the internet it is really challenging um and it's very fun at the same time because everything's new so uh, the technology is constantly changing how we do things how we pull up in the search engines all that is a constant change and um so that's a good one. And I think the biggest trait that you can have and the biggest trait I have, and I have a saying, is those who are flexible don't break. 
flex. I mean, when things change, change with it. Um, try not to be, oh, this is the way we always do it. This is the way I want to do it. Flexibility. That's my number one, my number one thing that helps me get through all the challenges. Wow. Yes. I mean, that's, I mean, rapid growth, dealing with rapid growth is a good challenge. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners. Yeah. But when you are, but it's also a challenge that I could see that one when you're growing so rapidly that, oh my God, you have to let go of some control. You have to find team. You have to find the right team to do all of these other things. And I mean, uh, distribution, for example, or uh, fulfillment, for example. Yes, Yes. totally. And that can be overwhelming uh, at the same time. But the thing is, well, what uh, Karen just shared with us, you know, there's a lot of resources out there that we can tap into, you know, and also dealing with, oh my God, I mean, technology is changing so rapidly, I could hardly keep up with it. But like, <laughs> I love what you said about when, when, you're, when there's something that's changing, change with it. I mean, be flexible in adapting to whatever, um, especially with the internet nowadays, with technology we have, you really have to adapt, otherwise you're going to be... Um, mm-hmm. You're going to be behind. So, yes, I think with this challenges that we all face, uh, what Karen you shared, but especially with the rapid change in, the, in, in technology and how we are able to deal with them. So great lessons. That, that's a good thing with uh, sharing our experiences and how we're able to overcome them so that we learn from each other. And if it happens to us, now we know what to do. So thank you for sharing those. Yeah. All right, let's segue for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. Mm-hmm. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? That is an ongoing challenge, I think, for any woman, especially as an entrepreneur or in the, even in, in the work field. It's, it's very hard. We even have a double hardness with ours. My husband and I work together. We have since I was 21. Um, and especially when you're um, starting a new business and you're starting, you're at the very beginning, you're excited and that's all you talk about. And so we found um, that our family, we lived, breathed and ate three wishes.com and it, it, it's not good. So um, I made a rule. I made a fast rule that once we were home, and I worked out of the house for years and years and years. I still have my, I still have my off, an office in my home. But once I'm done with work, it's done. We're not allowed to talk about it anymore. Now that's different for us. With whether you're, you know, if you sometimes you want to come home and talk, but that's all we would talk about. So we're not allowed to talk about it anymore. And our home life is our our sanctuary, and that's what we talk about each other and what other things are going on in our families and stuff like that. That is one of them. We, I schedule trips all the time and they're not major trips. They're little trips. It is imperative to me and my husband that we get away. And I think if there's any advice I would give anybody get away, it could be as simple as just anywhere, anywhere to a family member's house, 
somewhere away from your routine, somewhere away from where you're going to think about work all the time. We live about two hours from the beach. We could go down to the beach day at a little motel at the beach for the weekend. It's imperative to us. And it helps actually me with my creativity. It gets when you get away from your work environment and where you're surrounded with all your thoughts and energy that goes around your endeavors, getting away from it is, I think, the most imperative thing you can do. And and then do something, I be selfish. Do something for yourself that's outside of it. I love massages. I love going out with my friends. Girls' night out is always still one of the funnest nights. Um, I think those things are very important to balance. Get out of the work head. I, I always say all the time, I've got to get out of the three wishes head. I've got to get out of that mode. So, And, it, and it, it releases you and makes you find new creativity. Wow. I love your perspective on work-life balance and those tips that you have shared with, with us. I mean, those are really helpful. And I'm sure for our listeners out there that are challenged with, because I am challenged with the work-life balance at the same time, but my role is that work-life, there's no such thing as uh, striving for work-life balance instead of instead I view it as the integration. But the tips that you've just shared with us, really helpful. I mean, having a rule, making that rule for yourself, for your family, that once you're home, it's work, I mean, work mode is off. Anything, so you switch off, so you switch off that work mode and then switch on the home mode when mm-hmm. or the family mode. And that's really hard, especially if you're working at home. So yes. what I do myself is as soon as I close the door from my, from the from the office that I use as part of, of our house, uh, in our house, is that when I step out of the room, I know I have to switch my brain. And it's really hard. It's really challenging. But you have to force yourself to do that and be mm-hmm. focused on what it is that you are at that moment, especially if you are with your family. And love those um, things that you have shared with us about scheduling little trips. Yes, I agree with you. I mean, it really helps with your creativity. You get more focused. You get more energized once you get back. So it's imperative to get away even just a weekend. And it doesn't have to be like what Karen just said, big vacations or long vacations. Um, little ones that you can do on, uh, on a weekend, for example. And love the last one. Be selfish. Do something for yourself. I'm a big fan of massage. I love massage. I love to pamper myself because that helps me, especially with my energy and my focus when I'm able to get some you know get away from from the work mode from doing something stresses from the day it really helps you with that one so get something that is that really pampers you or that helps you physically mentally and emotionally can't stress that enough great tips there now let's talk about success and what success mean to you your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? I think you said it. I think you just said it. Success is very different for me. Money has never been part of this, uh, part of my feeling of success. It's interesting. I know for a lot of people it is. 
of course, it's nice. It's it's rewarding for sure, um, but it's not it. At the end of the day, am I happy? I mean, to me, that's success. When when I come home and I, I mean, we do we we do a lot of sales. I still get excited about each sale. I still get excited that people like our stuff. I mean, when we do when we create something and there's so much fun and energy and collaboration that comes into it. And then when we do the photo shoot and at the end of the day it looks beautiful, you're still like, oh, will anybody else like it? And then when it sells out the door and people go, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Something so simple as a you know, little bull peep outfit can make me feel successful. Um, it's it's those things, and the benchmarks are probably always the same. They're the hurdles. I mean, when we talk about all the hurdles, and there's going to be many in any endeavor, like I said before, but when you have a hurdle that you think is so big, you're like, oh, my gosh, this, I don't know if I can ever do it, and you do it. It might not be that. It might be six months from now or a year. And you look back and you're like, oh, I did that. That to me is success. Um, little things like that. But at the very end of the day, do I feel good about myself and am I happy? That is to me what success is all about. Love your perspective on success. Yes, I agree with you. And I truly believe that the true essence of success are those intangible benefits of being in business. You know, success is being happy at the end of the day, knowing that what you're putting out there is making someone else's happy or smile or making a difference in their life. Of course, money is important because we have to be profitable to sustain our business. But at right. the end of the day, it really transcends beyond money. What really fulfills us and what really uh, makes us happy is beyond the money rewards of being in the business. Great perspective there. Now, I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Believe in yourself and your dreams. Believe it. Don't let anybody deter your belief from that. If you have a dream, dream it. Do it. I mean, it's that old Nike saying, just do it. I mean, do what you believe in. Take advice from people, but don't heed all the advice. Everybody's going to have advice for you. Everybody under the sun. And just take advice from people you trust. And people you know have been there, always listen to good advice, but a lot of times go for it and believe it. I think that's number one. Everything I've done, people have laughed at me. My own family, I mean, like, really, Karen? That's what they say. And here we are. We do it. I do it, and I believe it. Believe in yourself. That's number one. Number two, persist, 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 persist. I mean, it's still going. I still have to persist. I mean, I you hear a lot of no's. There's a lot of roadblocks in the way. You still persist. 
And then the other thing is enjoy the journey. Enjoy it. It's so much fun. Challenge is great. When every little endeavor, every little reward you get from getting that challenge is wonderful. Celebrate it. Every little teeny tiny goal that you make, celebrate it and have fun. The journey is wonderful. Wow, what lots of golden nuggets in what you shared with us. Let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to believe in yourself and your dream. Whatever your idea is, get it out there. And of course, to take advice from people you trust and who have been where you want to go. People that you admire, people that you are inspired by because they are where you want to go, where you want to be. And the second one is to persist. I cannot stress this enough. I mean, persist, 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 just like what Karen just shared with us. And then the third one, of course, is to enjoy the journey. Celebrate every win that you have, whether it be small and big, not just the big ones. Celebrate the daily wins, the small ones, even just a small thank you note from your customers who are happy because of what you're putting out there. Celebrate those. Little wins, little goals that you have achieved, celebrate them, not only with yourself, but with the rest of your team if you have a team. So great takeaways there, great tips that we can all take action on today. So I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Yes, one of my favorites, and I'm rereading it again, and I read it as a very young girl. My dad actually gave it to me. It's an older book. It was written in the 60s, and it's called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Ognandino. Wonderful, little, powerful, great book. It is great whether you're a salesman, entrepreneurship is in many different things. It's just it's a great for your personal life. It's a great way to look at business. Um, that is my number one recommendation. Yes, The Greatest Salesman by Augmentary is a classic book that we all should be reading and rereading all the time. Again, I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? Well, that's an interesting one. Um, we have I'm going to give you two. We, I have a new analytics program, which is very boring for a lot of people, but it's great for me. It's a reporting system that is I can use remotely. It tells me what's selling, how long it's sitting, all sorts of things. You know, it, it's, it's invaluable now. I can't even believe I didn't have it before. And that's kind of an in-house system. I love it. It's a great tool for me. It's just reports. Reports are wonderful. But really, honestly, the most powerful tool I use, I did then, I do every day. I, it helps me with creativity. It helps me see what others are doing is the plain old internet. I research so many things. You want to look at, a, get an idea for a costume. There's so much research. The internet, the internet is the most invaluable tool still to me to this day. Yes. And you have no idea how the internet changed our lives, especially for the young people of this generation that were, not, were born with the internet already. I was born during a time that the internet was not here yet. So I know how exciting and how changing, how, how people's, how lives have changed because of the internet. We are more 
interconnected to each other all over the world because of the internet. We can do a lot of things because of the internet. So yes, absolutely. It's a great resource that we should all be tapping into. And I'm sure every one of us does. So thanks for sharing that. Last but not the least, Karen, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you. And then we'll end from there. Uh, the best thing about our product is it's fun. I mean, who does not like to feel beautiful? Who does not like to feel sexy? Who does not like to, to feel cute if you like to dress up? And it's for women and men. We've got things for men. We've got things for women. And even the things for the women, the men love it. I mean, they just love, love, love for their girls to look sexy. Um, so yes, it's just a lot of fun. It's, it's, if you want to feel special and you have a special date, our product is is right up where you need to be going to. And you can find us at threewishes.com, and it's the number three. And um, you can contact me through there. My name's Karen, and you can contact me at karen at threewishes.com with any questions. I would love, love to reach out to the listeners and be able to give advice. All right, so that's Karen. Oh, that's- Karen at number three, which three wishes.com. Uh, right. Her email is Karen at three wishes.com. For our listeners out there, I highly encourage you to go there now. Three, the number three wishes.com. Check out their products that they have in here. They're so beautiful. They feel, I could feel really, you know, when you have them on yourself, you feel sexy. You, you feel like you're having fun with it. They're beautifully done. They're beautifully crafted. Designs are beautiful. I highly encourage you to go around and check them out uh, and order yours. Um, not only for yourself, but maybe a gift for your friend, for example. And on those special occasions that we want to be funny, when I feel sexy, when I, we want to just have fun. I mean, I can see this totally. Uh, so that, that again is three wishes.com. I encourage you to, get, to go in there now and at least be on their uh, email newsletter so you can be updated on what they're putting out there. Again, that link is three wishes.com. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Karen Spatola or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, that link is 3wishes.com. And by the way, Karen, can they purchase this uh, besides your website? Any other place that they can, um, for example, for those who are international? Uh, they, they can get it internationally through our website. Okay. And um, they can also, we can also be found on Amazon and on eBay. And um, yeah, that's about it. Awesome, because today's leading women is all over the world. So that's really good news for our listeners out there who are international. You can purchase this through Amazon or eBay, or even through their website at 3wishes.com. Karen, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one, 
After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two, click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.